Hey guys, it's Lauren Chuljan. Guess what? You're listening to a special bonus episode of Stranglehold. Lucky you. So we're going to go back to episode one for a little bit. You remember that one? It was where we dug into the legacy of New Hampshire Secretary of State Bill Gardner. He's been in office for over four decades, the longest serving secretary of state in the country. And he's known around here as the guardian of the first in the nation primary. We would not have this primary day if it were not for Bill Gardner. He is the savior, the guardian of what we have here in New Hampshire. And we can be everlastingly grateful. People know the good bill. People do not know the bad bill. Who's the real Bill Gardner? I love that riff. Anyway, if that's not ringing any bells for you, I highly recommend re-listening to The Guardian episode. We had taken a really hard look at Gardner's tenure as Secretary of State. And as you may remember, he wouldn't do an interview with us. But in the months since we aired that episode, we've had a few run-ins with Secretary Gardner that I want to tell you about. So let's get into it. All right, I think I'm going to start off by playing a little tape for you. As it turns out, Gardner has some thoughts about Stranglehold, and he shared them with an MSNBC reporter while one of our producers was standing right next to them. Public Radio has a link to that saying to watch a show where they have all these this misinformation, untruth, and they linked it to your show yesterday. I've heard about the. I've heard about. Uh, I've heard about this program, Stranglehold. Right. So, a little background to start. There are dozens of reporters around Gardner in this moment. They're all standing around Gardner's office, waiting for Mayor Pete Buttigieg to show up and file for the New Hampshire primary. And the link Gardner's talking about. Apparently, he heard that NHPR retweeted a video of an interview Gardner did with that MSNBC reporter the day before. I realize this is a very strange detail, but. That is what led to this conversation. So let me play it again. <laughs> Public Radio has a link to that saying to watch a show where they have all these this misinformation, untruth. And they linked it to your show yesterday. I've heard about the I've heard about uh, I've heard about this program, Stranglehold. Well, there'll be there's so much stuff that is just totally untrue, made up. Not factual. Like what? That, like what? That's my colleague Dan Tui, who was also in the room. Yeah. It'll be for a day. Gardner mumbles something back to Dan, like, not today. Well, you have a chance to respond to it right now if you want to. Not in the middle of all of this. Silence. The MSNBC reporter, by the way, is still standing there. And he says... Is there a stranglehold on the primary? <laughs> You can judge for yourself. So, why am I playing this for you? Secretary Bill Gardner is one of the central figures in the history of the New Hampshire primary. It's our state's most powerful institution. And in our first episode, we held him accountable. We included stories from people who love him, but we also included accusations from people who say they've been bullied by him. We told you about mismanagement in his office. We talked about his seemingly more conservative positions on voting, despite calling himself a nonpartisan arbiter of elections. So it was only fair to give him a chance to respond. And for months, we tried to set up a sit-down interview with him. But ultimately, he asked a colleague to write us an email that said he would only speak to us after he announced the date of the New Hampshire primary. 
Now, it wasn't clear to us why that was relevant, not to mention only Gardner knew when he was going to make that announcement. But all that back and forth happened over last summer and fall, a time, I should say, when he did do interviews with other outlets, including another primary podcast. So Gardner, though, finally made his date announcement this week on Monday, November 25th. So on that day, Jack, my co-host, went over to the State House to see if Gardner would sit down with us now. Hey, hey Secretary Gardner. Thank you. I just wanted to ask you, I'm yeah. Jack from New Hampshire Public Radio from the Stranglehold Podcast. Are yeah. you going to be able to give us an interview to, if, if Lauren and I, my co-host and I, came over to talk about the reporting that we did, whether this afternoon or next week? We would have to do it by next Friday, but are you... Who are you? So Jack had emailed Gardner's office ahead of this, telling them again, now that the date was being announced, we wanted to try again for an interview. We received an email back saying if we had questions, we could ask them during the announcement of the 2020 primary date. So that meant during the press conference. But we decided it was worth asking Gardner in person for an interview one more time. It felt like the fair thing to do, especially since he had said our show was full of stuff that's totally untrue, made up, not factual. Who are you? I'm Jack Rodolico from New Hampshire Public Radio from the Stranglehold podcast. Oh, my goodness. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, I I answer whatever questions you want right now. Um, Well, could we, maybe at a setting when there's not a bunch of people around, could we... I'm doing it either now or... You're doing it now or never. Good. You you have... Ask me a question. Um, Did you listen to the story? No. Okay. Did you... uh, I had overheard you say at one of the candidate filings that it was full of things that were untrue. Can you specify those things so we could talk about those and... I, I, I did not hear anything myself because I've not heard any of it, but some people have told me uh, different things about it, and uh, that's... I guess what's the reluctance then to just sit down and talk with us about it, just to go through, you know, here are a few things we found in our reporting, we want your, you know, your response on it to be out of all fairness to I, I, I said I would talk to you after I did this. While I was doing this, so uh, I didn't actually know you were here, but yeah, now you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, um, I gotta say goodbye to these. Okay. So, this is the interview we've got. Jack had this conversation with Secretary Gardner after the big date announcement press conference, where Gardner did take questions from reporters, including a few from us. Now. I've thought a lot about this. And sure, we could have shouted out questions specifically about the podcast at the press conference, like the allegations of bullying, his position on ballot selfies, mismanagement of his office. But, you know, we decided it wasn't fair to our reporting or to the other reporters covering this news event or, frankly, to Gardner if we just took over this press conference about the date of the 2020 primary with questions about stories in our podcasts. And some of them happened decades ago. A formal interview was what we wanted, and Gardner was not going to do it. But I do have to say, I talked with Jack and Casey McDermott about what Gardner said in that press conference. And turns out, Gardner did end up grappling with some of the big questions that we've been raising in this show. Where it got interesting, I think, was when reporters started asking questions. 
And I was surprised how many reporters started sort of batting around questions that we have been talking about in this podcast. Are you worried about the security of the first in the nation status, giving the conversations of diversity? And would you ever consider New Hampshire sharing the first status with a more diverse state? Sharing it? I think it's fair to say that Gardner speaks for New Hampshire when he says that we will not be sharing the primary with any other state anytime soon. Um, but he didn't really in that moment address the underlying question about diversity, uh, this thing that keeps coming up. So I followed up and explicitly asked him, what do you say to people who say New Hampshire doesn't reflect the rest of the country? And I was surprised because he gave a two-word answer. I would first say that's true. However, he then, an addendum to that two-word answer was a very long, drawn-out anecdote about Barack Obama. And then I would say uh, when President, then Senator Obama, was first campaigning in New Hampshire, a person got up in the crowd and said, what do you think of this, having to campaign in a place that no one looks like you? And his answer was, well, these people are all Red Sox fans for the most part, except a few. Uh, and I'm a White Sox fan. Um, can I just jump in here and say that this is not the first time that Gardner has told this story. And, you know, this is something that Gardner will often do when asked about the primary. He'll revert to things that have happened in the past, in some cases, things that have happened decades ago as a lens through which to understand why things are the way they are today. So there was another story that he brought up at the press conference that was about Jackie Robinson and racial integration in baseball. New Hampshire was the state that let Jackie Robinson become the first black major league baseball player. And it's a long story, but basically in the 1940s, there was a minor league team in Nashua, New Hampshire, that hired two black baseball players. And their success inspired the Brooklyn Dodgers general manager to bring Jackie Robinson to the major leagues. And again, let's just remember... This is the response that Gardner was giving to a question about the lack of diversity in New Hampshire and its role picking presidents. In Brooklyn. And that spring of 47, when he took them, and that's the story. That's how the first black player. So in a state where things, certain things are not expected, when they happen, they have a huge impact. And we have had some huge impacts over the years because human beings are human beings. And if you get away from this other stuff, uh, New Hampshire is a state that probably no one would think would be the state to do this. And very few people even know this story. But that's the way it is. So it was interesting for me as a reporter who's covering now her second New Hampshire primary to see national reporters who haven't been here ask Gardner about why things in New Hampshire or why New Hampshire does certain things 
with the primary or with its elections. Yeah. So, for example, one other thing that came up was why don't we allow early voting here? A national reporter pointed out that two of our neighboring states allow it and asked Gardner, why wouldn't we consider the same? And what was interesting is that Gardner responded in one sense that he didn't think that that increased turnout. He pointed to some studies that he's read on the issue. But then he brought up this other argument, which seemed to have less to do with voter engagement or voter turnout, but more to do with the kind of stagecraft and rhythm of the way that New Hampshire elections play out. Early voting campaigns here, think of it, well, you probably, you have to read about it, but because you didn't live it. But I've lived it, and other people in this room have lived it. Campaigns build to a crescendo. And if you have 15 days of election, because you have early voting, the real election day is just an insignificant event. But in this state, because of the nature of this state and how many elections we've had, that candidates do things those last, that last week or that last weekend that showed the, the people of New Hampshire what they're made of, their character, that crystallized in their minds why they thought they were going to vote for this person. So what Gardner is saying is something that he says a lot when he's asked about election policy, and that's that the way that New Hampshire runs its elections is special, and it's important to keep it special. He doesn't want to make any changes to New Hampshire voting that takes away from that ritual that he sees as so important. Yeah, that reminds me a lot of the ballot selfie story, where this fear of intimidation and how that could alter the sanctity of the ballot, that was what drove his position on that legislation. Yeah, I mean, you know, Secretary Gardner is a guy who cares a lot about tradition, and he isn't easily moved by calls for change. So, Jack, we've done a lot of talking and exploring in this podcast about this idea that the impact that the primary has on this process of how we pick presidents, the, the idea that that impact might be changing. Did it seem at all that Gardner shares any of those concerns? Well, I put the question to him. Do you see any change in New Hampshire's influence over time, and, and particularly right now during 2020 campaign cycle? Uh, not to any greater degree than People thought it was being nationalized when television was in its infancy and television was changing the nature of it, or when uh, computers were first, the internet was first around back for the first time in the 2000 presidential primary. Some people thought that that was going to be nationalizing it, and that didn't happen. And uh, and it, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that is so interesting to hear because we have obviously heard starkly different perspectives on that question. I mean, we've heard from people in New Hampshire who think the primary is facing an existential crisis. We've heard from candidates who want to change the election calendar because New Hampshire is not as diverse as the rest of the country. So it's interesting to me that, you know, that Gardner sees this as just another year. You know, he's seen a lot of primaries and he doesn't feel like this is a year to be worried. So I guess time will tell who ends up being right on that one. The 
This very quick turnaround episode of Stranglehold was a team effort. It was produced by me, Lauren Chuljan, with mixing help from Jason Moon. Casey McDermott, Jack Rodolico, Maureen McMurray, and Dan Tui all contributed reporting to this episode. Stranglehold is edited by NHPR's Director of Content, Maureen McMurray, and News Director, Dan Barrick. Additional editing help came from Josh Rogers, Jason Moon, and Casey McDermott. Music by Jason Moon and Lucas Anderson. Beautifully aggressive podcast graphics by Sarah Plord. Rebecca Lavoie is NHPR's Digital Director. Thanks to Dad for helping us name this podcast. And special thanks to you for listening. All the way through to the credits and everything. Look at you. Stranglehold is a production of New Hampshire Public Radio. What should I say? Just say stranglehold. This is stranglehold. This is stranglehold from New Hampshire Public Radio. Yo, this is stranglehold from New Hampshire Public Radio. Yes. That was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Click, play it, play it.